0: Welcome to a book a week. How you doing, Q? Hey Dom, how you doing, brother? Great to be back, man. Book a week, you know, good stuff going on here.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Back to a book a week, episode sixteen. Yeah. Um, email a book a week pod at gmail.com for book recommendations, questions. Um yeah, man. Yeah. So uh so how was your week, Q?
0: Dom, pretty good, bro. Just enjoying this weather, my man yeah. finished up my last uh week at the garden school so officially unemployed that means there's gonna be a lot of reading and writing done here wow. this great month of july the prep for these next pods is yeah. insane. <laughs> for sure bro we're gonna prep pretty hard man we're gonna prep pretty hard good man. try to put out a good product you know <laughs> good product. That's what we <laughs> did you watch any of the democratic debates dude i did though i was pretty disappointed um i think there's too many people out there on that stage i know that's probably what everyone's saying but like everyone was shouting over one another and I just found it I don't know it was too much for me and I don't think I'm going to be watching anymore yeah yeah, politics that type of debate setting was just even the, the media the moderators were like like they love to just be like okay and are you going to answer my direct question because I asked you a direct question and you skipped over that and then like the politician will continue to beat around the bush and they'll just be like okay but still my, my direct question and it's just like come on man they will like, you raise taxes <laughs> So Medicare for all Does that mean an increase on taxes for the rich Bernie you did not answer my question And it's just like guys like, I think we know what yeah. that would mean So I don't know why we're beating this into the, the ground but, I hear you I think yeah.
1: it's, it's difficult too from the perspective of if you're on the front, like if you're one of the candidates who's all the way to the right not polling well, and you're one of 10 right. on the second night, so you're really one of 20-something. Right. One thinks of the spiritual guru, Ms. <laughs> Williams. <laughs> you kind of have to interject, so it might be like, oh, this person's really rude, but you know you're not going to get a question. <laughs> so you have to take it upon yes. yourself to just jump in, Seven. finish your <laughs> sentence. It's like them against the world. So.
0: <laughs> Michael had <Morehead>, uh <laughs> My friend Nick, oh Dick that was on the pod last week sent me a funny tweet of Michael Moore who took like a screenshot of that dude on the first night that like had that kind of I didn't know. He looked very that scared, one. he kinda of looked like a deer in a headlights. And Michael Moore said some just something so funny and that's like I rip on social media all the time, but sometimes people are just brilliant with those uh-huh. memes. Like when um Auburn lost to uh, Virginia on like that controversial call, I immediately went to Twitter after just to check out what people created and dude within five seconds of like an event happening there's thousands the of internet is amazing with people just putting up stuff that will have you in tears yeah. like memes are hilarious yeah. man they really are oh, that's good
1: we're so grateful for them so speaking. For sure. super grateful, man.
0: not only to be alive but for social media no i lied f social media <laughs> <laughs> it is a damn
1: <laughs> Oh, so we're going to uh um, so really quickly before we're talking about gratitude by
0: oh, Oliver Sacks. Yeah, so we'll
1: get into that. That's the book we're going to be discussing today. But on the social media front, yeah. Brendan, I thought of you because I'm going to the Azores on Saturday with my family. In my dad says, so we're talking about like the phone, whether you can like how do you, whether you can use it in a different country or not, yeah. and. He says, "Phone." He's like, "I'm not gonna bring my phone." He's like, "Who am I gonna call out there?" He said, like, "Why would yeah. I need my phone out there?" So my dad's not bringing his phone. That's incredible, bro. No, and he's I gonna was... live
0: deliberate. You know, <laughs> he's <laughs> gonna be deliberate in the water. You know, yeah. Feel it on his body, man. Just living deliberate and uh, intentional, man. Mm. You know, maybe leave that phone behind would probably be for
1: the best. You know. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I'm gonna be flying home and I'm gonna need it. You know, with yeah. my boarding pass. And no, <laughs> no it's not anxiety attack. The first <laughs> exactly. days, you know. yeah. <laughs> so, how was
0: your vacation, bro? decided to go phoneless in the first three days I didn't sleep um <laughs> tore half of my hair out gonna get a lifetime supply of Rogaine now to make up and uh <laughs> it's a
1: possibility it's a possibility
0: shout out to Rogaine man help me with my bald spots in college <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: from the kid who's hair down to hair down is back Coming from now.
0: the kid that's rivaling the great Scotsman William Wallace in terms of his Deal. You do look like William Wallace now, man. Just trying to represent freedom, bro. You know, <laughs> free hair, yeah. free speech, free expression. You know. Oh,
1: <laughs> Let's dive into gratitude, Brendan. You gave me this. It's a collection of four essays. Really yeah, good. I was able to read it on one trade ride in the morning. Nice. Got a good reflection. Yeah. Um, how'd you come across this book? Dumb.
0: I think I typed in. <laughs> I went on Google and typed in best books on gratitude, <laughs> and this book, like, I noticed was on a few lists, and uh, I didn't feel like reading something too long, like you said, four essays, probably like 50 pages total, and I guess all of these essays were first published in, like, the New York Times, um, Oliver Sacks, just a little bit of his background, really one of the pioneers of, like, neuroscience, um, psychology, really trying to look at, like, the chemistry behind mental illness and stuff. Stuff that oh, we're seeing, definitely a revolution in right now. I think he started doing most of this stuff, man, like the 70s and stuff. So when I came across this, I figured, wow, this would be interesting to get this perspective, not from like a moralist or like a spiritual person or like a philosopher, more from someone that's rooted in like biology. And as he says, you know, he's a big Darwin disciple. He sees everything in terms
1: of like humans or animals. Uh, yeah, and things he doesn't. Like that. He doesn't see too much of a difference, or he said he's never really with them really separately. Yeah, um, and I think the that's human from the animal.
0: You know, I know I definitely, with kind of more of a philosophical bend, like to see the difference and say, "Wow, you know, look at us. You know, we are animals, yet we can contemplate and question and think. So we're just so divine." But I like how Sachs, kind of, uh, as a science mind, he stays away from that kind of philosophical uh, outlook. And so this book, man, just four tight essays, just basically about, you know, being grateful, um, after he wrote these, like you said, I think one was written before his diagnosis, and another Mm -hmm. one after his terminal cancer, and the other three after his terminal cancer diagnosis, so, just like some of the other books we've read, I think we have the most to learn about life from those that are dying, from those that are on their way out, as long as they still, you know, have their wits. Mm -hmm. I know some people suffer from dementia, things like that. I don't want to say we have nothing to learn from them, but intellectually we kind of don't. Um, so with someone that still has their brain intact giving us some lessons about maybe how to live the best life, man, I'm all ears for that. So I figured this would be a good read for book a week. You yeah, know? this is this is right in step with kind
1: of the stuff we've been uh, yeah. analyzing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so let's, let's start off with uh, a quote here from... I'm not sure which one of the essays it's from. I should have done a little bit more prep here. But this is what uh, Oliver Sacks had to say. I am shocked and saddened at the sentence of death, and I cannot pretend I am without fear. But my predominant feeling is one of gratitude. I have loved and been loved. I have been given much, and I have given something in return. I have read and traveled and thought and written. I have had an intercourse with the world. Wow. The special intercourse of writers and readers. Above all, I have been a sentient being, a thinking animal on this beautiful planet, and this, in itself, has been an enormous privilege and adventure. That's so beautiful, bro. Yeah, man, that quote. Wow, there's so much there. Um, really summarizes, I, yeah, his, yeah. His, his um his perspective For on sure, life bro. and gratitude and appreciation. Yeah,
0: I think that's the whole, like the whole of the book, right there. That's the essence of it. And I like how he starts off by saying, like. I'm sad, I'm shocked, and I'd be lying to you if I said I don't have fear here. So, like, it's okay to feel those things. Like, that's human to be shocked sometimes at life or to be in fear or, you know, to be sad. These are all human things. We don't have to embrace this positivity movement in such a way where we pretend like we should never experience those things. Absolutely not. Those things are human. They should be experienced. But I like how Sach says my predominant feeling is one of gratitude. So, like, even though he's been sad, probably he's been depressed. I know he talks about how he was addicted to um, cocaine and he almost died in there, he talks about that early on, found that astounding that this this guy was, you know, he had a lot of psychological things going on, he figured drugs were the way to heal that at one point in his life, and, um, but his predominant feeling is one of gratitude, goes on to say, like, he's loved, he's been loved, kind of this exchange, this communion, intercourse with the world, like, once I read that, I started writing my own poems. And I just titled it "Intercourse with the World" and tried to come up with my own little sub subset on that because I just think that's the most beautiful way to describe like what we could p- potentially have in this life. Like we literally could have an intercourse with the world, and you know, intercourse. We think of sex. We think maybe that's as intimate as humans can get with one another. Well, what about if we get that way with nature, with the world? Um, wow, man, that's profound, right there. You know, I think
1: uh, I think sex. This is really his way of explaining what he thinks a meaningful life is. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um when he's talking about is he was able to uh travel and write and love and read. Definitely. And then this this special relationship he's had by reading good authors yeah. and also being able to write and have people read what he's thinking. Yes. Um so I feel like he when he's looking back, he is so grateful for, for those things. And I think a lot of those are very uh, universal that other people might characterize their life as having a lot of meaning yeah. if they have similar experiences for like sure, that. For
0: sure, for sure. Yeah, I know, man. That quote is. Oof, I'm just looking at it still right now. It just, it's blowing me away. I have been a sentient being, a thinking animal. Like just to keep this privilege. stuff front of mind, I think is crucial. To uh, last week, we we did a podcast on happiness, and we kept talking about you know endearing satisfaction. I know I was going at, at length about that and it's like what way to have better uh, what way to incorporate like endearing satisfaction into your life better than understanding like that this is a privilege that like we're thinking animals um, we're on this beautiful planet that's just kind of rotating suspended in space and time and like just this type of stuff I think is o- almost like a cure for depression almost a cure for anxiety whenever I read stuff like this It speaks to me in such a way where I'm just like, wow, man, if people are truly, like, lost, reading something like this, I think could, like, give someone a fresh start, um, because it, it, I don't know, it this does something to your mind in such a way where it orients you in a different direction where you understand, like, wait, we, all of us, man, whether it's the Dunkin' Donuts person, uh, uh, waiting on you or, you know, your boss at work like we're all just sentient beings on this beautiful planet and it's a privilege to be alive and um gosh i feel like not many people know that for some reason like how come more people don't know this how come more people don't live this i guess is my question uh it gets lost in there somewhere you know with all the the day-to-day stuff going on we we lose sight of this so um yeah, to Precisely. bring it front of mind, like yeah, you said, it's yeah. just really refreshing. You're always reminding me of that when you say, like, dude, how do I keep this front of mind? How do we keep that front yeah. of mind? And it's like, that's so true. Because, like, when we read something like this, it's so obvious. man, <laughs> unless you're, like, O.J. Simpson, bro, and you have nothing left in there, this is going to, like, inspire you, motivate you, and things like that, but... Somehow we uh we lose sight of it along the way. Like in a week, I've lost sight of this, and I don't know how that. <laughs> Zero happens. gratitude. Yeah, right? yeah, I'll be so angry at the world. I'll be condemning mm-hmm. capitalism and all its forces. But like, <laughs> how come I'm not like, how come I'm not grateful, man? Wow. You know, like let's just be grateful, and then you can almost transcend all that stuff. And I think a lot of transcendentalists. That this message coming from someone that isn't a spiritual philosophical guy, I think it, this is a spiritual message,
1: mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Speaking of that, he was a, he grew up Orthodox Jewish, correct? Yeah, yeah. And right. um, so he talked about how important the the Sabbath is and detaching yourself from society, and that's something that he, I think, he still said that he did appreciate how beautiful like the Sabbath is and just a time of reflection. Um, Definitely. And he characterized, uh, or he he compared that his life now in the '80s is really the Sabbath of a lifetime because wow. it's it's a time of reflection. And almost a separation uh, from from society. That's so good. I thought that was a really interesting way because that's, I guess I try to, I'm trying to think of how I treat Sundays. Yeah. And the way we've been able to do that is kind of through this podcast. We're on Sundays. We usually put on Sundays with the exception of a couple weeks. Um, But I'll come over here and it's really just a time uh, slowing down. Where we'll just spend an hour talking about gratitude,
0: dude. That's so dope. Yeah. So um, I like that. We've been.
1: I've been able to make the most out of the Sundays, uh, just all kind of like out. relaxing and having discussions about things like that. So when I spend the next six days of the week, you know, working and just you know living faster, like you know, yeah. gotta do this, this, that, kind of prepare. Yeah. You know, yeah. we all got a million things going on in our lives. Right. Um, right. It's it just it. A refresher on Sunday to sit back, slow down, relax, and just discuss things wow. that are a little... Like, you You always search for those things that you say, like, yeah. are higher and transcend kind right. of the day-to-day stuff. Right. Um, to do that on Sundays, it really resets you to be able to go back and do another six days. Definitely, Dom.
0: That's so true, man. Yeah, and I think that's so necessary, especially, you know, just in the, in the modern age we're living in... Um, to keep a Sabbath, you know, what? even if that day isn't Sunday for people, maybe they are one day off a week is Wednesday. But just to have that day in your week where you can just slow down, recharge. Like, I truly think if we don't slow down, um, we would just, I think we're going to run out of juice, man. Like, it's absolutely necessary to slow down, um, be intentional, gather yourself. Um, you look at just history. Uh different ages in the past this was like a priority in many lives sort of fascinated by the Amish culture um, in that book Digital Minimal. yeah I was, and gonna say, I I was like the, why did I know that because yeah, I just he, finished that, you uh, that part portion of um, yeah the Amish. and like bro I just thought that was wild like the Amish truly live like Deliberately
1: and the almost the pros like, are wrong oh, like, to technology. Yeah. Say, Does this add more value yeah. or is there too many negatives to uh, yeah. to get what the technology gives us?
0: And it's funny that like we just rip on the Amish. I know when I was a kid, I'd rip on them. I'd dismiss them as like, oh, they're stuck in, you know, the 1700s. But like, no, they actually just they think before they apply technology into their day to, to day lives. So I think they're actually way smarter than us <laughs> in many ways. Uh, yeah,
1: they're able to. Yeah, to really yeah. do um, a cost-benefit analysis and then, yeah, just make decisions based yeah. on that where I might just accept every new technology. Oh, it's something new. I should be using yes, it. Yes,
0: yes. And they do the cost-benefits. And, you know, just to bring it back to, you know, our original point of uh, just taking your time to recharge and rest and all those things, like, stuff's so important, man. I know, like, in the modern age sometimes, like, if I get caught up with, like, seven days of just, like, activity, pounding coffees, not really resting – dude I I'm going to hit a wall and fall pretty hard so like I think to to build that into your week um ideally if we could build it into our day that would be wow. even I, awesome but just the fact that you have one day a week is awesome and then that's a starting point I think if we could have it every day while still you know doing what we need to do in in life but also having it every day I think would be huge because I think what we'll find when we tap into that that solitude or you know that retreat we'll just say from the the constant motion of life is something that really uh is peaceful to like our soul man like our heart and things like that so we should definitely like kind of strive for that and it's cool how Sacks does i think that whole essay is called sabbath Uh, and like i guess like yeah maybe he is speaking to something much larger than just like you know the sabbath in like the biblical sense. Mm. I think he could even be yeah,
1: that, that's awesome, man. We talked about um before we hit hit record here. So him uh Sachs being able to see the 80s as uh the sabbath of a lifetime, right? right? Yeah. And his his ability to look back and reflect and just have gratitude and really have preach this message of yeah. gratitude and just being thankful just thinking, wow, this is such a privilege. And he talks about how he, he would have the uh, the element number four, the entire periodic table. I don't know. He was really interested in science. That's in, so cool. In science. Yeah. Uh, and he looked back and he had the element number four and he looked, so he thought, wow, this is how long my journey has been, that he has all these elements. Damn. Uh, and he's just so appreciative of it. But we're talking about how other seniors who are yeah. at that age, yeah. it, I think it's, it's not as easy for all of them to yeah. be able to have this really at peace reflection and be so grateful is because I feel like they lose their entire social system, right? Like yeah. when we're right now, I'm able to lean on you. I have both my parents. I have right. so many, we have so many friends. Right. Whereas you hit a certain age, yeah. My grandmother doesn't have one friend that she grew up with. You know what I mean? Like it's an entire different social wow. group, and and who is your social group? And some of them aren't able to have great social group if they're the only one in their family still alive. Wow, dude, dumb.
0: That's so true, man. I know it's a fine line. I think of dude. I know people like in their sixties, seventies, eighties, who are alone and like they're not grateful for life. Like life almost seems a burden to them. Like dare I say I that, that you know, and. uh you know we could get into that maybe down the road maybe books on like you know assisted elderly suicide and things like that like I'm really open to that idea because like if people are absolutely suffering in life and like with Sax man it's almost a tragedy that this man dies because like look at his zest for life um but when some people are like going through the motions and they look like they're suffering they don't smile they're utterly alone you start really questioning like life doesn't seem like an enormous privilege and adventure to them anymore um just try to do what you can to try to uplift them and encourage them but like it's a serious question to think about
1: um i think the state of oregon is doing similar stuff like that
0: wow bro really
1: yeah oh man um i haven't heard about that yeah i think i that's all i have done is heard i'd love to read a book on it
0: man just to prompt a discussion i don't have strong views either way Mm. but i do think like I'm just thinking of a real hypothetical, you know, if someone is like really suffering in their '80s and they're like, "I don't want to be here anymore." Yeah. Why would we keep that? Like, it just seems all, almost insane. And then we're. It's what almost would the point of technology. It's like yeah. too good
1: for its own yeah. benefit. In this person. It's situation.
0: like wait, guys. Like if the per- like, what are we gonna try to say that the person's only saying that because they're out of it? Mm. Like I don't know how they would try to even argue the other
1: way, but. Yeah, that stuff is so complicated, and that's
0: why I think this message is so important because instead of trying to help people assist that, how do we get this message into them, you know and I think that should be where we put all of our work what Saks is saying is profound but man, I'll be honest with you, how many people true, How many people do you feel like in your life truly grasp this I know for me, Dom, I can count them on one hand man, yeah. like not many people are grateful for life, and I find that fascinating because he writes about it this seems so simple, <laughs> right, yeah. like yeah we're on a beautiful planet, we're thinking people man that's unbelievable but like yo who truly is no, Monday that morning way? comes around yeah it's like when I talk Who's to grateful people, when I Monday run into m- people they don't seem grateful for life it seems like everyone's stressed out or like everyone's gonna make a buck or you know it's like are we grateful though? do we truly understand what we have I think Sax is the essence of this whole thing is him saying to his reader do you understand what you have right now Um, Because you're not going to have it one day. And I think that when a person on their way out tells us that, it means more. If we say it, we're in our 20s, hopefully, you know, freak accidents happen, but we'll be around for a while. But when someone's on their way out saying this, it just adds a certain weight. Like, wow, man, this guy dedicated his whole life to reading, writing, you know, and his sexuality was contentious within his family. He lived a life. He was a human being, and he's on his way out, and he's just, like, saying to other people, that are, are going to you know, have a ex- human experience, do you know what you have? Hmm. And I just think to, to just ask that question is important. Have, have you
1: seen, uh, I don't know, the exact, I think there is like a gratitude movement going on in the sense yeah. where I have seen some things on social media of people like keeping gratitude journals, or wow. at least I've heard of a Dumb, gratitude no journal. No, bro. Yeah, and it's, yeah. and it, I guess it's just a way to document each day some things you're for grateful sure. for.
0: I um I remember like when I was going through a tough time in my life, I had an older person tell me like, "Hey man, like every night, just document three things that you're grateful for." And I'm not gonna lie to them. I started doing it, and it definitely started like, you know, random things. You know, um, person held the door open for me today when I was like twenty feet away. That was really kind of. They didn't need to do that. Like, (laughs) Twenty feet away, you're not in the standard Mm. range anymore. Like maybe they could have just been like, yeah, them a quick glance over the shoulder. (laughs) Dude, I've done that numerous times, so I would have (laughs) understood. Uh, and, like, someone did that for me, and that, and that was kind, and I wrote that down, or, like, you know, made small talk with this lady, like, you know, she smiled at me, and, like, told me I was, like, nice to talk to. You. Wow, I'm, I'm grateful for that. So, definitely keep it front of mind, because, um, a lot of this stuff, as we know, happiness, it's chemical, there's that biological chemical component, but a lot of this, too, derives from, like, what we're clinging to in our thoughts. Mm-hmm ideally i think if we get to a point where we can just not cling to thoughts at all that would be amazing you'd probably be like on a monk level when you can do that but if you're gonna cling to any thoughts maybe cling to the ones that are more positive that way it can just it will create more happiness um like if i'm driving later on today and i'm thinking like man i had a great conversation with elliot earlier me and dom had an awesome podcast i will be more happier but if i'm like man i haven't heard back from this job i'm gonna be more anxious and stressed like and we have that control
1: um, yeah, that's where this the Stoic yeah. books help with that because their mentality of just yeah making you aware of some things that you can't control and just kind right. to let go of those things.
0: Exactly, bro. That's the key right there. Yeah, and, and also
1: in Kahneman with Thinking Fast and Slow talking about like what you see is all there is, yeah. and really that's just that whole front of mind thing. And if if every day you're you're writing down what you're grateful for, then that's just always going to be front of mind, Damn, and that's what wow. your thoughts. It's are It's like you, it,
0: yeah, like. Oh wow, what you see is all there is and using it in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Than like in a negative way. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean cuz I know like I feel like I can almost speak to this question a lot because I have been both places in my mind where like if I'm clinging to what's going wrong in my life, life Spiral. becomes a living hell, man. But the minute you start clinging to like what is good in your life, all of a sudden life becomes sort of like heaven, man. Like it's crazy. And we who is it? Milton that says, you know, the mind can make a heaven or a hell depending on like how that user like wants to operate their mm-hmm. thinking and like that really is true man like it's one thing i believe in is just the power of our thoughts and um what you're focusing on you know if you focus on gratitude you will be happier like if you're focusing on gratitude you c- it would not follow that you can't leave your bed <laughs> like it, it's not gonna follow <laughs> like Trust me <laughs> like if you're focused on like how the world hates you and it's out to get you, yeah, you're not leaving that bedroom. <laughs> but if you're focused on like the sun and like the water and how grateful you are to like be a part of this, you are gonna enjoy your life more. Yeah. Like it's amazing to me that, you know, even stuff like this isn't written about every day on the news,
1: talked about on talk shows, like
0: you're right though, it's starting to it's definitely catching. There is some, I I have yeah. some hope, bro. Like in sure. the sense
1: of we yeah. We do hear about some type of yeah, happiness things yeah. or uh, gratitude journals. Um, I think some overlapping themes too with the happiness hypothesis and some of the other um, like modern psychology books. I guess we can categorize. We've them, read quite that we've a been few. Yeah, uh, we have read quite a few. And even the what's the one I'm reading right now, Brandon? Uh, the digital minimalism. The digital Cal minimalism. Newport. Cal Newport. <laughs> <Cal's> <laughs> You can't the find him bro, on dude. social media, but you can find him with his family. <laughs> <laughs> they all one big overlapping theme is this idea of that I think it's like the solitude and the, the ref, time for reflection and Sax talks about it too and that's a time to be grateful and yeah just taking taking a step back and that's where like the journaling comes into play where yeah. I think all of these authors would agree take time to write yeah, down yeah. what you're grateful for yeah. take time to just write down what your thoughts and kind of beliefs might be so that way you're kind of just taking that time to take a mental uh definitely dude um, yeah, I meant
0: Yeah, no doubt. I'm so with you, bro. Like note of everything that
1: you know, I guess, man. I think back to
0: like, you know, the days before technology. Um, like I think uh, I'm just thinking of for some reason the Revolutionary War period. But like uh, July Fourth next Thursday. Yeah, man. Like everyone kept journals. Like everyone was even like um people that you know weren't the most educated. They kept journals, and I just think when you keep a journal. What you're saying is like my life matters in a way. It's almost like I'm going to keep this journal because, like,
1: I was here and this is what I thought. Yeah. Not an ego. Maniac, and it's not like, egocentric.
0: Yeah. It, it just adds to, like, you understanding your uh, existence. <laughs> how much of an enormous privilege and adventure. Yeah, yeah. you know? you're like, like reporting know back, words. like, I am here. Yeah.
1: This is what's happening. <laughs> right, bro. <laughs> this like, is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. If
0: you never do it, so much is coming at us daily, bro. You know? I mean, just like after this podcast. If I didn't write about maybe what the spirit of this podcast was, what we talked about, our smiles, our laughs, if we messed up, all that stuff is like worth it. But um, if you don't ever jot this stuff down, you're not gonna remember it, man. You know, like it. There's it's the front it, of my exactly. too much. It's... coming at us, bro. And that's what I get. I am that's... so attracted to that simple minimalist life because I think it is probably better for a human mind. But I know um. Some of the books we were reading argued against that, and they were just like, no, linear mind is uh, out yes, the window. Yes. We need this new mind that can just skim, 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 <laughs> almost literally be a computer. Um, but there's something about like the calm, almost natural linear mind that I think I'm really drawn to in writing, in traveling especially. Traveling is so big. I'm uh, I'm so pumped you're going to the Azores. I had I a crazy
1: rant on traveling, I think, after one of these books. <laughs> uh, it was after... Um,
0: Wow, yeah. Emerson, bro?
1: Uh, Thoreau. Oh, okay. Because he talked about, yeah. It's not going to change. It's like, yeah, talking about, I was, my thought, my train of thought was more of like, oh, the grass is always green on the other side. Yeah. Like, if you just, because you, if you go pick up and move somewhere else, you it's not just going to be a happier life. You have to do more inner work, and yeah. that was kind of my, my Dumb, thought process so true, there. bro. Like, but
0: you'll see, man, like, you're going to uh, Portugal in, in a week, so. In the there are, like, islands
1: f- so far off the coast of Portugal that right. it's, like, in the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah. And... Yeah. So, um, from what I gather, it's a really slower pace of life, a lot of farming, and, uh, yeah, very... very And, like,
0: bro, I think it's so cool to travel to know that, like, when you travel, you're gonna kind of, like, see how this impacts you, how Mm -hmm. this affects you, and you're gonna observe the culture, you know, um different anything you want they've really. come to
1: a different conclusion on how to spend their time just yes. that i'm not aware of in the sense where i just see how people in exactly. the east coast of the united states because it's even different on the west coast and oh, the yeah. midwest oh, dumb. Without a doubt. so now to go to a different yeah. uh,
0: i was country. ranting about this the cat yesterday uh, like just the fact that um like the West Coast, even um, when I would cross the street, it was different than on the East Coast. Like over here, I feel like cars will hurry run away. Yeah, you and feel it's West a duty Coast, to like walk as quickly yeah, as possible. And, and like for me, um, you know, I'm sensitive to you know, I'm introvert. Like that really overwhelms me, and it could throw me off for like ten minutes. But in California, like it's just way more slow and laid back. And I'm not gonna say the people are you know more humane or anything that crazy. But literally, like, you can see that there's a difference in the way people are, at the very least, going about their lives. And I just think that's so cool um, to keep that perspective of just, like, wow, there isn't one set way to live. Like, uh, people in India are living entirely different than people in China, than people in Scotland, than people in Riverside, Rhode Island, than people in Argentina. You know? Like, it's so... Uh, It just keeps your mind open. So, what
1: I'm planning on doing, because I usually document through videos. So, I usually always try to take a bunch of videos and like throughout the trip and then compile them together. And I, so most of my trips, as Brendan's been victim to, where I'm like, oh, we got it. Let me uh, take a video of the situation.
0: To your defense, you get some nice (laughs) videos. Like, whenever I get that text, I'm just like, "Ah, all right, Leo. All right, Leo. (laughs) I think, yeah.
1: So, our second road trip across country is documented where I have a video of that. And then when I went to Seattle and Portland, I have that video. This trip. I am considering, which is gonna break my heart, because maybe five years from now I'm gonna be so mad.
0: You're gonna quite a quickly
1: no, coerce me into this for for this trip to the Azores. I'm thinking of writing yeah, down, that's the so one. documenting the journal instead of video. But my heart breaks because
0: I like it, Dom.
1: Could you do both? Could you like Could do, do the both? videos there in the day? Like, while I'm in the moment, right, take the video and then I – but I guess I'm kind of drawn to the whole truly experiencing things yeah. in the moment. Yeah. The second I yeah. see something, my natural reaction is to, oh, let me take a video of it. Wow. And I, I do believe that I am experiencing it in the moment too because yeah. I'll try to take the time to reflect and just sit there and yeah. relax and look at the view and just like, whoa, this is amazing. But – then I also want to take the video so that way I can always, like, reflect on that moment, too. Yeah, yeah, that's my I way know, of, like, dude. 10 years from now. Like, like, remember whoa. that
0: one in Yellowstone with the buffalo? Exactly. Like, close, I, was like, I know, dude. Now, that's fa- what's crazy. 10 years
1: from now, we can look back and I have you standing next to a buffalo that's walking right by you. And we can say, whoa, remember how, Yeah, like, serene that was. <sighs> that's
0: so crazy, dude. I know. I'm a, Dude, <sighs> when it comes to those type of things, I'm all for our videos, though. Like, I can't lie. I always think... <laughs> like what you're saying is awesome Don because I'm always fascinated with like when I meet someone Uh I wish like I could go back and watch a video of like that person's life in October when they were a junior in high school like I would pay money to see like like imagine if we had a video of just like us randomly at football practice Uh as juniors in high school and writing about it we might have had that memory oh we had football practice today but seeing it does add something Mm -hmm. as well so you're right if you can find a way to balance it too that'd be cool I think Doing all writing is great when it comes to, like... To
1: really see where my mind was at when I was 25 in the Azores. Right. That'll be Like, it's so it's cool over. to
0: have that, but it's equally as cool to have the other thing, too. You know, I wish I was better at taking videos because, like, I think you're so good at it. And now you've, like, set up, like, the Bullets documentary. Yeah. Like, you have things We now. do have since yeah.
1: 2000. And, that was five years ago, I think. Wow. Yeah. So I think we... I have tried to document our friendship since... 2013.
0: That's really cool, yeah, I like that a lot and that that technology is being used in the right way when we do it like that. Um if you did, you know, you're out here taking videos and truly like removed from the moment. Exactly. Like That's if you just like ah like that would be a shame but if you're like mindful like i'm taking a video of this i'm going to reflect on this later yeah. bro, i don't think there's anything wrong with that you know
1: i'm going to all right then i'm going to keep it to a, a yeah. minimum May like some days i will and some days like even yeah. some really important cool things right. that we'll see I'll, i might just not bring my phone yeah. on those Dude, that's a good and then idea, some other bro. times have it
0: maybe just try to limit it a little bit more yeah. you know like oh i could take a video of this but eh, i'm going to hold off and just by doing that i bet you'll like You'll just focus on maybe what you really, really want to take a video mm. of, you know. Maybe it's hard, though, to make that decision exactly. in the moment. Ah, I'm just like, I'm just gonna, it, uh, Yeah, kind create a little uncertainty. I part. even
1: deleted, like, all my social media apps th- th- uh, this past week. Nice. So that way I can slow down my mind before I get there. Creating it, those it, new synapses, it, Exactly, because if I was understand. on social media and then I fly there and I delete it that day when oh, I'm yeah. there, yeah. then I would. you um, be craving it. I, yeah. yeah. So I tried to, Crazy. and I've already slowed down yesterday. Yeah. I just tried to take it so slow and just. It's huge yeah. man Try to recreate that uh, Slower mind Because I did feel like My brain was getting A little bit too I much I like that
0: bro Recreate the slower mind That's brilliant man Yeah I think that It's difficult Especially our generation Oh my god I gen Oof Feel bad for those kiddos um, us and like you know we're tail end of millennials and then the generation after us truly slowing down our minds is gonna be the task of our life truly oh, yeah. bro like, I think the mental
1: health aspect must be crazy like no, I was thinking no, if I didn't take these active steps, I wonder if I would develop some type of oh yeah some type of mental thing like early, early you yeah, know if you're yeah. burning yourself out like this like having this constant stimulation to my brain from age probably when I was I didn't get an iPhone till, probably high school right so an iphone in high school probably 2010 2011 2012 up till yeah my 50s that's gonna be that i don't know because it hasn't been tested yet exactly we've only had smartphones since
0: dude that's what's so weird about our generation is that we're almost like the guinea pigs we are like dude no one knows like when we're 50 or 60 that will be thirty five. So today, right now, they're already saying suicide, anxiety, depression, all time highs, basically, or like most since like World War Two. I saw a suicide. I think I mentioned that last week. Mm. But like in thirty five years, dude, science, man, we're gonna have way more data. Uh, we're gonna collect it all. We're gonna look back and.
1: Yeah, my brain's racing Bro, it's with gonna these be wild, applications. Yeah. I can't handle it. My brain can't handle it.
0: Dumb. I deleted it all, and I'm not gonna lie. Like, dude, I'm so. I know nothing about sports.
1: I I don't
0: go on. But that's FBI. great.
1: I love it because yeah. that's all useless information. And like, I do love sports. Right. But it's nice to not know the score of every single game. Incidentally, I wouldn't even want to know. And I'd be like, oh, my dad not "You see Pirates that score?" I'm like, brew. I did.
0: Why do you know that? What happened to the Pirates Brewers that you yeah. don't care anything about? Yeah. Oh, these draft
1: picks and all these drafts. It's like, like right. you know, I, I don't.
0: Yeah, it's so. amazing too how much of a business it is. To, I I don't know how we got here to you know, get attention to get us hooked. Like yeah. to truly get off of it, like now I'm, I've even deleted um uh, all the news apps from my phone. If I'm gonna try to find out what's going on in the world, I'll go on my computer to use it. So I want to use my computer for everything that I don't use for text. Because it's so much calls, easier to step away from. And like even email, you know, because how compulsively are we checking oh. our email? I swear, sometimes I'm checking it fifty just to check it a day, just to ch- and I don't really get that many
1: it's a Sunday what do I need and I already checked it a right. bunch of times yeah, no, I'm saying bro
0: I'm constantly refreshing it it's a, and it is kind of like a game because mm. you pull it down Whee, is it, am I going to have a new one <laughs> like it's almost—it is insulting. The more you look at it, it's just like I can't believe like that we did fall for this. You think you know we're human beings, man. We're rational. We can think critically, and it's like wow—they all got us hooked on like for
1: hours a day on a black mirror, man. <laughs> you know, oh, every, all roads lead back to this,
0: man. This is fun. yeah. It's so funny that we came back here, but you know, I don't see anything in what Sax said, and I'm gonna listen to Sax on this because I do think he's a he's a brilliant man. I don't see anything about finding gratitude in black screens or video games or compulsively watching shows on netflix and i've been falling victim to that shout out to everyone watching the oj versus america show on netflix that is insane dude oj is tapped he just got released
1: all right so i haven't watched anything on this until i have a younger sister who was talking about it yeah and i was so happy that i had no clue that this even dropped or Angie what it is Angie watched the OJ thing Angie watched it dude and I had Angie's no She's rad bro <laughs> she watched
0: the OJ dude, thing
1: did, and
0: I, but yeah I was dumped, man you gotta check it out though bro I'm telling oh, come you. On, these man. crime dramas I don't amazing. have Netflix I would <laughs> never downloaded that that's remarkable that. bro that really is good, man. I was so against Netflix for a while, but I'm starting to come around to it a little bit. Oh, you
1: don't. What is? You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, it can't. <laughs> like hurt I you. don't know what I'm missing out on. If so, if I don't have it, then I'll never know what I'm missing. Exactly. Out. I'm bro. sure there's great shows that I could watch all 25 episodes of yeah. in a couple weeks, but. But but you're just like yeah
0: you you don't have it so you know you're not missing out right? yeah and I think that's key like gosh I think we can really start to see this, the themes that have come out of a book a week. And one of them is, like, try to uh, declutter your life and not in, like, the Maria Kondo sense of, like, let's absolutely get everything out of our lives in the physical sense. But, but that more is so, valuable, like, too. Right. Habits and stuff and um how we're spending our time. I know, like, we've always talked about, like, how are we allocating our time, time's everything. And I think it's, like, really deciding, like, what is your lane or, like, what are your interests and, and then just set up your life in such a way where like you can maximize that and like give it your best and everything else that like doesn't why why do I need ESPN on my app if sports are not a big priority in my life anymore I don't and like to make that decision I think does take a little bit of like courage or whatever and just sticking to the guns man I'm just like wait a minute what do I want I'm, I'm I'm afraid I don't know how I got here but I'm afraid that like we have such a vacuum where like dude people could be like in their 40s or 50s still just like really all about this social media thing and they haven't like dove into like being a banker or like trying to take their hand as a writer or a firefighter anything a, a businessman like just go after something but the phone thing like if that's our legacy oh dude I can't think of anything more tragic than that to truly think of like a life where it's just like sucking life away from yeah, people yeah like yo know, I was on my phone like hours a day though and it's like but what did you do with your life and I know we've said this so many times but um I constantly go back to that and uh it definitely motivates me to try to I'm with you. live with what Sax is saying read write travel think um and if you know you don't like to read and write that's okay too but don't waste your time mm. on yeah. doing stuff that doesn't fire you up and stuff y- yeah okay?
1: Yeah, so to tie this back into sacks,
0: um, <laughs> cheers. We're just going on a twenty-minute walk. Yeah. Model.
1: <laughs> to tie it back in the sacks is to find ways to be grateful for the little things, and yeah. the, just the more time you spend um, being grateful for things, and just how just life in general, something as basic as being alive. Being Brendan, you always talk about this, like just being able to participate. Yeah. If you have a zest to just participate. Isn't that wild? Stuff's though? going on, yeah. but it's like, all right, I'm here. How can I make the most of this? And, for sure. And um, as weird as it is, yeah, might, that lead might... to a better. A higher standard of living for ourselves right. or a higher, um, a better mental
0: state, yes, for us. exactly. I truly think, like, I don't want this to sound trippy, but like, I do believe in sort of like a higher consciousness. And, um, I haven't done any mind altering drugs, but I know like people have used drugs to get there. But I think, man, like, you can truly hack your consciousness, um, by being mindful and grateful and combining those two, like you said, Dom, like small things, like, we're talking driving to um work you can be so grateful that you have a vehicle that's gonna get you there you know instead of worried about what we have to do at work and all that stuff like that's gonna come regardless and the beautiful thing about this is it doesn't happen overnight but it you will if you practice it and that's where training is so important the practice and training aspect of it you will see results bro like i'm super just proud of myself recently because I can drive in my car now and truly not even think anymore. Like, I'm driving, I'm paying attention to the road, but I can shut my mind down. And, dude, I'm so blown away by that because I couldn't for so long. So it's possible. So you, I'm only saying this You won't get any, possible. like, negative emotions Nothing. from the driving, like the stress of... Not even positive, dumb. Okay. you know? I literally can just get to the point where, like, driving is... I'm operating my car. Just drive. And then once I get to the park, okay, I'm going to activate my mind again, go read, think, observe. But like sometimes I can we can shut our minds down mm-hmm. and stuff like that and um that's important. Uh and you know to be grateful in everything it will truly do leaps and bounds for your mind and you'll be amazed with what it what it simply does for like your your psychological well being yeah. and um, things like that. So yeah, this message yeah. is this message is I think probably one of the most spiritual message spiritual messages I've heard from a man that was devoted to like being secular yeah you know? I'm gonna
1: try the gratitude journal then I'm gonna start do no, give it a that. try yeah. like you said that brings you back to the daily where I think exactly. I get uh Sundays is a good time for me to slow down yeah but if I can grab um you know, some ten minutes and just right. jot down some grateful random things. I'm grateful things for. Dom, you know, oh, um, was trying to get out of a
0: intersection, crazy intersection, and two people stopped. Someone so let me took the time Very to random. make sure that I could cross. Something. Yeah, but that's like a kind thing that you can just be like, man, that in the moment you were probably like, yeah, like I get to I go. Thank the... you, but we'll forget. We'll totally forget about it unless we keep it front yeah, of so mind. So good
1: things are definitely happening in my life. Let me just write them down. And exactly, bring them front of mind. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's something I'll take away from this. And just
0: how grateful all of us are, man. You know, um like you said bro the participation thing i think i think that hit me like two years ago i said i just started realizing like wow man like life truly like we always say like it's truly brief like one of our friends dad just passed away freak accident you know terrible but like also understanding like what can happen to one can happen to all so like i could pass away in a freak accident tomorrow and what a shame if like you know I wasted that life in wallowing self-pity and things like that. What a shame. That's like, right. that's truly, like, we, like, life deserves more than that. Like, we owe that to life. We don't owe that to ourselves, even. Like, we were, you know, we have this ability to participate. How many kids get snuffed out, man, in the womb, yeah. or, like, in the first couple of years in their lives or die in tragic accidents? Yeah. Like, that happens more than we'd like to admit so like we're here man we're healthy for the most part and like let's live this thing you let's know it, and um, let's get it let's keep that front of mind and help others understand it. that's the challenge is like you don't see many people understanding it and then well maybe life's not as
1: fun if you're not able to have like people around you grateful to so that's why like yeah the message yeah. of trying to like help others like up for sure. in the sense where if i have a positive state of mind and like a friend's down like it's usually a better experience you if you're in here. a good place yeah, exactly. so it's only like better to help our friends to like bring everybody around you up exactly
0: like I think Emerson says man Um, he was talking about I'm reading a lot of Whitman right now hopefully we get to this on book a week but I was blown away because uh, Whitman was a no name dude and then he wrote this at 35 wow and he bad. was he all he read was like Whit, uh Emerson I don't know if he read Thoreau at that point but he loved Emerson so you know he's definitely indebted to Emerson and Emerson writes him a quick, like three paragraph thing. And Cause he like, sent his work to Emerson, yes. right? Yeah, <laughs> and and they said like Emerson could have obviously thrown it away. Exactly. he had so much going on in his life, but he decided to pick up this no name's thing. And was he says it's the greatest piece of wit and wisdom yet produced in this country. Imagine, and, that, um, that, from imagine that, bro. Dom, like I am obsessed with Emerson. If he like if he, <laughs> he somehow, said that to <laughs> I would literally, dude, my ego would be through the roof. That's dangerous. So, um, and then it came back, and oh, he said to Whitman, "Your." poems have what is true and essential to life in it, namely they fortify and encourage, and it's like, what else could we do for one another but fortify and encourage, and like, by spreading this message of gratitude, um, people have so much going on, and like, I know they probably don't want to hear this, but I have an autoimmune disease, so I guess I could speak to this a tiny bit, I have, you know, it's, it's a minor thing, I don't think it's going to kill me anytime soon, but I do have an autoimmune disease, and, uh, it, I'm tired a lot, but I try to remain grateful for this ability to participate, nonetheless. And I think people go through a lot, man. Like, I'm thinking of this OJ documentary, like, what, like, one guy that OJ killed, like, what his sister has been going through. She said she can't forgive, and, like, what is she going Like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But, like, to just understand that at the end of the day, no matter what we're going through, we still get to participate and like that ultimately is the trump card on every anything if you have cancer whatever it is like i know that's horrible and people might be like you're insensitive you know like you're getting to participate and like just remember that and i think you could keep like a certain joy about you no matter what because none of us are guaranteed anything bro you know yeah
1: wow (laughs) (laughs) This OJ thing has yeah, me thinking, bro, about all sorts of things. Yeah. All, all right. I don't have much else to say on sex. I'm going to try to do the gratitude journal.
0: Dumb. Do the gratitude journal, bro, so we're not going to pod for two weeks.
1: We can't. So next Sunday I can't, but then I'll be back on the following Saturday, so technically we could oh, we'll be able get to pod then. that Sunday. Oh, so perfect, we might just bro. miss next week.
0: We'll miss one week. Not bad at all, my man. And we'll do either Dow or digital minimalism. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'll send you home with Dow. Let's go. This one's pretty cool. Um,
1: Word. All right. So if everybody could read "Doubt" by Yeah, who?
0: And for you guys that are Netflix binge watchers, um, oh, check out "Doubt" the movie. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Amy Adams, Meryl Streep, and Viola Davis—crazy cast. They were all nominated for Oscars. Very well acted, and uh, just a great, uh, just a great story about kind of living in the gray area and uh, being okay with uncertainty. And not thinking of uncertainty as, like, a moral weakness or, you know, a weakness or anything. Just really understanding that to live in a realm of uncertainty is uh, kind of okay. And maybe it leads to the most possible life, perhaps. So we'll, we'll, get, to right. that, you we'll know? get to that. We'll get to doubt. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you, Brandon. Bye, guys. Be well. Please be well. <laughs>